That Force Radio. That Force Radio is rated M for mature. Or should that be immature? Hey guys, Dustin Wint. Hey, this is Scott Snyder. This is Paul Dini. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. And you're listening to Bat Force Radio. You're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Tom King. I write Batman Bitch. And this is Bat Force Radio. Welcome to Bat Force Radio. Doing a little book review. Haven't done these in a long time. I know Gram- Grandpa Bats over here is really happy about that. Little break Ooh, from this twister watching. So, so tonight we're reviewing or talking or pretty much just talking about Earth One by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Been a while since I cracked this one open, but the boys read it again for this episode. And um, so let's start by saying let's. I usually do like initial thoughts on this story. What do you guys think about this story in general? Sucked. No oh, shit. Cancel the show. Back yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we're next. Uh, is that, is that the grumbler? That's the yeah, grumbler. That <laughs> no, I mean it, it's fascinating. I thought it was fascinating how. You know, everyone knows the story and origin of Batman. And it's always kind of interesting for me when a creator or a writer will take something that is so well known and find a new way or a different way or some type of nuance to almost create like a new story and a new character. And I felt like this was, you know, obviously it's an it's an origin story of Batman, but it gives the feel that it's like in one of these other multiverse universes, you know, and so... Jeff Johns can play with, you know, the characters and a little bit more in the history a little bit differently. I loved it. First it's Jeff like, first Batman story by Jeff Johns, right? I think in comics. Self-contained. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh it's like the secret menu. It's the Batman secret menu. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kinda like uh, that. Yeah. Like instead of Elseworlds, the secret menu. I kinda dig that. Yeah, yeah. Special yeah. sauce, you know? Off off the menu items. You know, you, you have to know specifically what to ask for. Grumpler is one of Grumpler's gripes. That should be a segment. One of Grump- Grumpler's, Grumpler's gripes. gripes. <laughs> one of uh, so Grumpler's gears. Yeah. Jesus, Grumpler in here, Jesus? I'm here, I'm here, boy. One of the uh, Grumpler gripes about the book, I know, is he doesn't like this version of Bullock, but I love this version of Bullock. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing I can see a lot of people stumbling on is how different a lot of the takes are because Bullock is very different. Yeah. Alfred is very different Alfred's as well, and oh, yeah. comes around for very different reasons. All the characters are very different, and yeah. and you yeah. gotta you gotta start somewhere and let them evolve. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah. Earth one, come on, let's be serious. Yeah, yeah, it's Earth <laughs> fucking serious, bro. I I think Fuck. that's what people probably don't understand is I you know they probably if you're not a big comic reader you pick it up and you look at it and you're like is this a reboot is this is this supposed to be like what batman is now i don't get it i don't like it rebooted again rebirth 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 but uh, <laughs> yeah yeah well, what i do like i mean we'll get into spoilers you know so don't listen if you haven't read it all but one of the things i love is that it gives the opportunity for you to get this new version or a different version of whatever character you have but by the end of the story you kind of see it turning into what you know is familiar to that character and like my favorite part about it is bullock's arc mm. and how he's one way to being in a story completely unrecognizable uh personality wise you know looks wise 
everything about him is just it's not Harvey Bullock. And then by the end of the book, you see the the change and you see mm. where the the metamorphosis begins and what happens. So it's almost like giving you an insight into exactly. But like, this, this is what Bullock could have been. This is where he started out, and this is yeah. why he became the way he is. It also shows you what Gotham does to someone. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the, it's weird how different takes on characters in comics get held to a different standard than the same thing happening in movies, because people will complain about the way characters are presented in something like this, but those same people were completely accepting of Joker killing Batman's parents in the 89 movie, and Ra's al Ghul training, training Bruce to be Batman in Batman Begins. Well, you know, take into consideration, Robin, that, that the Joker is actually Jason Todd, so... Yeah, um, I can't forget that. There, a lot of, you know, so much can happen. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like um, you, I, I, it's so funny how close-minded certain people become, and they don't give a chance to to a different understanding of something. And that's what I fucking love the most about uh, the comic stuff is usually the stuff that's like the Else Worlds or the What Ifs or anything that's different that like challenges what you might know, gives you a better, under, a different understanding of the character, but it also like brings more honesty to sometimes to that character. And uh, like I love, I love, love, love the Bullock stuff. It's like yeah. first panel, Bruce Wayne comes out and he goes, "Yo, I'm Bruce Wayne, youngest flexor in Gotham. I <laughs> more money than your rent on this on this keychain." Blah blah blah. Mm. Yeah. And uh, Alfred was, he was like a rapper. Oh, yeah. Alfred was like the head of the security for the Wayne's, right? Is that what yeah, it was? yeah, yeah. Well, it yeah. It, uh, it describes him as being uh, involved in uh, after they, it sounds like they get out of the mil- after he gets out of the military. It sounds like they do. Uh, private like mercenary shit with uh, Thomas Wayne as like the doctor as like a field surgeon or something like that. Yeah. So they they were in the depth. Remember we said like we saw we saw evil shit in the desert or something like that. You know something we, you know what we both saw in the desert. Yeah. So yeah. I love that stuff. Really, and uh, Alfred kind of like trains him too in this. And I wonder if that television show got them took notes from this awesome. book as well with right. Alfred being a badass and like training Bruce. You know. To be I with. think I think it was like. Pretty much, I don't know if they confirmed it, but I want to say it was. I want to say that that uh, Gotham Alfred is a direct lift from this Alfred, because this came out like maybe four yeah. or five years, oh more than that. I mean, at this least came like, out in 2012. Oh okay, yeah. So it came out like four or five years before that show even got out. So hey, oh, this is where the serial killer birthday boy I think first makes his appearance, which is yeah. one of the most right. disturbing characters <laughs> in. Batman mythology ever. The birthday boy. Birthday B-O-I. Fucking. Boy. <laughs> so, Thomas Wayne in this in this book, he's running for mayor. Right. And Alfred shows up because he called Alfred basically to kind of, I don't know, be his head of security. Thomas Wayne <laughs> knows that somebody has got ulterior motives for him. And, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, I think he had received death threats. Yeah. Right. Because all the, the cloud chasers, there's a bunch of cloud chasers around him <laughs> that are just trying to, they're trying to off him, you know, for the gram. They're trying to put a story of him getting murdered for the gram. So. <laughs> well, I mean, he Alfred says, you know, you called me because you needed somebody you trust. And if, that pretty much means you have some concerns about people in his inner circle as well. So also happens to be the, the same night that, um, you know, they get murdered. Moited. Alfred actually tells him, hey, you don't have to go out tonight. But he's like, you know, hey, I want to spend some time with my son. They go out to the movie theater. And, We're going to be late. And, little uh, shithead Bruce. Little fucking brat. 
little shithead Bruce runs away and goes into the alley, and that's where you know the the mugger is that uh, you know shoots both the parents. Yeah, the cloud chaser. <laughs> it's funny because like it's, this is more Damien than Bruce being like demanding, being a spoiled little brat. I just that's I where just we got love it. That's how, where we got it from. Yeah. yeah. I, I just love how Gary Frank, the artist, drew Bruce on that one panel after Tom and Thomas and oh. Martha had been killed. And I mean yeah. he just has this look in his eye that you're like nailed it. Because they asked the Gordon is it Gordon or something one of the cops show up and he goes, Oh my god, it's the Waynes. And they're like, The boys got away and he goes, Did he see it? And then that's when it shows his the kid. obviously he fucking saw it by the way you see him drawn. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I forgot yeah. how great. I mean, we're getting him in Doomsday Clock, but I forgot how <laughs> how how smooth and polished sometimes Gary Frank's artwork is. Mm, yeah. And uh, I think especially for Bullock because Bullock's so squeaky clean and not squeaky clean, but he's like Bullock's such a pretty boy in this story that I think that really highlights the look that Gary Frank gave him. It's like this art is just like it's perfect for that like I don't know. It just the the suit, you know, it doesn't have the eye black. Uh, it doesn't have the white-out eyes. It's just got his eyes, so you can see, like, the rawness of the person behind the cowl. Um, the suits are sick. The art is just really, really well done. Especially those yeah. first couple of pages when he's jumping from the rooftop. Yeah, that first page where it's, you know, Batman's chasing this thug across the Amazing. rooftop. Yeah. And I love how the guy does, you know, the guy jumps across the rooftop, and Batman's like, okay, I can do this. And then it's like that... Michael Rappaport video where the guy jumped across. <laughs> what is it? What's his name? Tommy? Come on, Tommy. Don't you don't. Oh, man. But he yeah, tried, that, though. He tried. That's the, uh, one of the things that I don't enjoy about it is yeah, it, it diminishing Bruce and his, uh, his abilities. Well, yeah. it just shows that he's not developed yet. He's not ready. And then he gets into how Alfred, you know, pretty much tells him, you know, you're not ready yet. You got to learn how to do this shit. Yeah. And he's got to teach him how. So what happens? Uh, Barbara's rescued from the birthday boy through, um, through bats, and uh, she's inspired to become Batgirl. Is that what happens in this one? She starts doing that sketch cover variant of Batgirl. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that's deep. Right. <laughs> At some point, starts doing well, that Batgirl you know, sketch cover. Cobblepot, you know, he's the mayor at this time, and you know he's. Of course, he's crooked and corrupt, and he actually uh, has been using this birthday boy serial killer. And I think he—he's the one that gives over Barbara Gordon to the birthday boy. Yeah, Gramps, do you want a birthday boy yeah. action figure? Actually, I'm shopping for one right now. <laughs> oh damn! Really? Um, they—they kind of, you know, they give you like a little bit of uh, backstory on Bruce's mom, right? On her old, you know, connection with the Arkham's and. She tells uh, Bruce never to go back there. Yeah. So she yeah. kind of—I—I I found that really interesting. The only negative you'll things go crazy. happen there. You go crazy in there. Yeah, so right, a so, lot of evil things happen there. It kind of fits in, you know, with you know, kind of showing how Bruce has got a little crazy on his uh, family yeah. side, you know. Totally. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, got some Arkham in him. Yeah. So if, me, I, if, I, if I if I was Bruce, I'd go up to a lady, and be like, "You got any Arkham in you?" They're like, "No." <laughs> you want some? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to Alfred, he's so he's a pinnacle character when it comes to Bruce and any story. In the beginning, he's like, uh, you know what? I'm your butler. And it's like, Bruce is like, all right, this is weird. And um, Alfred decides to like try to teach him, but Bruce is Bruce in this world. There's this one part in the book, and he's like, you got to quit 
running around in just spandex. And so you need some body armor. You need some armor, yeah. And he's like, no, I don't need armor. What, well, what, yeah, what he, he also wants him to have guns, too, you know? Like, yeah. Basically, I'm trying to find the line, but he's, he's like, basically, he says, I don't, I don't want to wear armor because that means I need it. Damn, what is going on back there, man? Trying to get the I, fuck out. <laughs> Someone <had> so much time. <laughs> I mean, Someone's a, making some brisket. Damn, they need to mute the mic or some shit. Whatever the fuck's going on. <laughs> it's pissing me off, really. <laughs> shit. Oh, oh shit. shit. It's oh, what <laughs> um, pissed off, I think also, too, like, Alfred kind of steals the show. Like, you know, at that point, you don't really get to see that side of him and that backstory, so. Yeah. Yo, how in the fuck does the grumpler not like Alfred in this book? Alfred is so badass. He steals the show. Yeah. He's so fucking badass. I, I think I like life. Alfred better than anybody else in this book. Agreed, yeah. I don't know. It's funny because I think in recent, in the recent years, like in Detective and writers have made Alfred more hands-on, more involved, more tactical. Not really. I, I think maybe this story might have inspired that a little to like change the you know his his mo a little and how about that uh that fight with uh, bruce and alfred where <laughs> alfred's basically telling them you ain't ready you ain't ready you know you gotta you gotta give you gotta give it everything and you're not at that point and bruce literally kicks out his, yeah. his prosthetic leg yeah that, kicks off his leg and alfred oh. basically says oh maybe he is ready yeah <laughs> Yeah, because he said what? Uh, I think he said that uh, you're you're not even willing to go, to stoop down to Gotham's level. Damn. Right. Oh yeah. That sounds like Jeff Johns, like, baby. Yeah, but that that moment, Bruce was like, you know what? Like, I lost my parents, bro. Like, really? Do you understand what I've been through? Like, I'm not living in a mansion. There's Arkham, where like my mom told me I can't go through there, and now you're telling me I'm not ready for this. All right, cool. Fuck your leg. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Sweep the leg, Johnny. Put him, Put him in, him in a, a body, body bag. bag. <laughs> no, you ain't ready. Follow me. <laughs> Hashtag put him in a body bag. <laughs> One hop. Yeah, he sweeps he the leg. Yeah, man. Right a, out. I think he breaks that's it. That's like quite the scene. No, he smacks the hell out of it, and you see it just pop out of his pant. Pant thing. Shouldn't laugh. <laughs> he goes in. Unbelievable. <laughs> Yo, he he goes in and it goes out. Oh. <laughs> so does he like the Shake Shack? We have no idea. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, it also gives Alfred like a lot of humanity because you know it also talks about in the beginning how he has two kids, he's divorced, so you know he comes with a little bit of baggage and the fact that he's challenged to either let Bruce go to a foster home or take on this whole new life yeah. kind of like foreshadows, you know, just by default, the Waynes put him down as a potential, you guardian. know, right. guardian, guardian. Yeah. And like, which he wasn't ready for. Right. Which he wasn't ready for, but it was like, it really foreshadowed both of their lives. Their life changed in the alleyway. So it's like, you know, it was like a nice little backstory to kind of like give more purpose to why he was there. Yeah. In a way, like, in Earth One, Crime Alley still created this life for uh, Alfred and Bruce, despite the outcome. But it was just different uh, different scenarios in both these Earths. Right. I think um, it's interesting how, like, James Gordon, commissioner, or he's not commissioner there. He's just, you know, James Gordon. 
He's like a pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's a lieutenant at this point, right? Well, yeah. 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 And it's it's because like when he first came back to Gotham, he had been acting like the traditional James Gordon, but then his wife got killed as a result yeah. of, of right. him not playing playing by the rules of the city. So and it's kind of like foreshadowing. So then he had to pot. fall into line to to keep Barbara safe. Right. Yeah. Well, when you see that one that that one panel with uh, Bullock where like um this guy smacking the hell out of the chick he's like oh it looks like we got our first uh our first bit of action and there's no reaction in jim gordon he's just like no i don't i don't know what you're talking about yeah i I think he has the crowbar in his hand and he's like yo now it's bad cop and bad cop so it's like it's that whole thing where gotham changes you out of necessity you know it's like just to survive and and i think one of the things that gordon's situation uh presents in this in this world is that gordon himself needs gotham to have batman because then that will allow him to do the job the way that he would normally do it because yes. he'll have someone there to to protect you know barbara when it comes to it yeah he didn't have that beforehand and um to take care of her yeah so until it happened he became the jim gordon that we currently know didn't um Cobblepot look like Joe Pesci. <laughs> Hell yeah! What are, you to say? what are you trying to say, there, Dave? <laughs> hey, what are you a fucking tough guy? Oh, yeah. uh, now, now like a clown. Now, now I want a scene where Penguin stabs a guy in the neck with a pen. You motherfucker, you! <laughs> you think I'm funny, huh? The teamsters came all the way back from Chicago to take care of the people in Vegas. <laughs> just that just that one panel it's like holy crap that's fucking joe pesci is it in uh i don't think it's in uh this but there's a panel that it's someone took it out of context and it's batman yelling so it's batman and then it's the cobblepot and then it's batman yelling and it says danny devito oh my god i love your work <laughs> <laughs> good shit uh know, like right else, after uh, that that's when uh that's when the um, the birthday boy starts jumping in, and uh, he's throwing a birthday party for Amanda at the moment. Yeah, I like how they stumble upon the little um, fun house that uh, birthday boy's holding his hostages up in when they're fighting. When they, or they're fighting to Arkham. Yeah, just plows through the wall. It's pretty cool. I, I think the beauty of this whole story, too, is like as you're reading it, you're kind of wondering what what time era is this you know it's like it looks modern but it also feels very vintage too at the same time and i think it's the yeah, way that it's a, drawn yeah that's another thing that uh maybe they took the inspiration for for the gotham series i only watched like the first know, season or two of gotham but it had that that feeling too that it was sort of timeless uh like right. the the cars were you know sort of nondescript like you know they could have been from the 70s they could have been from the 90s and yeah the city looked like that like people had cell phones but they had like flip phones yeah, yeah. yeah. So, same so thing was... with the the animated series they did the same thing cars formatted like i don't know the 40s or 50s but they also had computers and yeah yeah they, they like, glided yeah they kind of mix mix it up and things and then and then you look at his like grapple gun it's so primitive in the beginning so you're like oh damn this could be in like doesn't work (laughs) right yeah it's like it looks like you wind it up yourself yeah yeah it's the wind it up you know it's like and then eventually he gets that upgrade but even that is not like insanely upgraded 
Yeah, but that was yeah. a key moment when he went to Fox, and he was like, Fox is like, oh, I work for a medical facility. He was like, oh, no, you're, you're doing me a favor. And he was like, can, can you help me with this? And he helped him with that. And like towards the end, he, uh, he he's watching, Fox is watching the news, and he's he's noticing, wait a minute, I was like, I know, I know what's going on. And he's like, all right, now I'm ready. Like, he's like, at the end of the book, he was ready to help Bruce with whatever Batman needed because he uh, he had like a higher purpose at that point. Yeah. Well, he's even making like batterings for him. Yeah, he was ready. He was, yeah, he was, he was just like sawing him up. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, this is one of the last books, one of the last times we see the oval chest emblem for Batman. Uh, one of my favorite parts is uh, the end of the fight with Birthday Boy when uh, Batman goes down to to get Harvey out of that basement. And he just says, so many, those poor girls. Yeah. So, like, the, the uh, that's your favorite part, Full of bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, any time you talk about it, a basement and a girl, shows. I kind of get a little excited. Not do. It, it shows just how uh, how dangerous that guy is. Yeah, you know yeah. what? This is, this is Jeff Johns pushing it, giving us some real... Well, he's really pushing it when he has... Uh, Alfred blasts Penguin with a shotgun. Yeah, I love it because uh, yeah. Penguin says something like uh, moving out and then all you just see is the shotgun blast take him through the window. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably the one thing that I've heard most consistent about people that maybe not like the story or like certain parts of the story. They don't like that Penguin was killed. Penguins always killed. Remember in Dawnbreaker, one shot. They, they fly him into orbit and just let a comet hit him yeah. or something like. Some I didn't know. There. I didn't know Alfred right was out there playing Fortnite. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> People don't mind seeing the penguin die, but um, but if if you ever read um Penguin Pain and Prejudice, which is an excellent, uh, you kind of feel bad for the little guy sometimes. Like it's a it's an interesting take on him. But other than that, people just don't mind seeing that little prick, you know, get it, I guess, over and over again. Get, get what yeah. he deserves. Get his due, huh, Gramps, there? That's right, get his due. Especially on that time of the month. Get what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know, you gotta risk it to get the biscuit. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh. Dope. <laughs> Yo, Gramps, that was a dope ride, I just bro. think, um... I think that's it. After reading this... I have two parts where I'm like, all right, cool. Like, um, when Alfred and Bruce are fighting, there's a moment where, like, uh, Alfred's like, you're not ready. You know what? You're not ready. I've been in war. You know, like, you never seen what I, you never been in war. you never seen it. And then Bruce is like, I'm ready. And he just fucking, like, body tackles him. And he has his face. And I'm like, holy crap, he's ready to kill Alfred. I don't kill Alfred again, man. Alfred always got killed. I get so mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> gets killed, gets his hand chopped off. Gets all stuff. Yeah. I was and waiting like, for Alfred to scream rape at the top of his lungs. <laughs> Jeez. Then, like, two pages after that, that's when Bruce is like, I, I can't kill him. Let me smack his leg off. And, and sweep the leg. Love, boy. He said sweep yeah. the leg. He was like, sweep. And that's it, Alfred. You can't do nothing now. I am ready. Mm. And Alfred's like, oh, maybe he is. But uh, one of the funniest moments was when uh, when Bruce burnt, uh, uh, was it Dent? Burlock, when he was like, he was mad pumped. He's like, yeah, I'm from Hollywood and whatever. And Bruce was like, yeah, they just can't 
answer that, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> that show was worse than a bag of flaming turds. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Hey, come to Gotham? Yeah, they canceled your show, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Get him, bro. <laughs> so, they, so they wrap it up, and um, what we got? I love that sketch that Barbara starts doing for a Batgirl costume. Almost yeah, looks like Stephanie. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Stephanie uh, Brown, too, a little. Like when they had that nice hair coming out. Um, and then right after that, uh, that's followed by we see the first step of Harvey going towards the Harvey we know. Yeah, Love starting that, to just booze it up and get fat and miserable. There's this one panel on that on that page where Bullock's walking along an alley, and I always like to see what the little Easter eggs that artists put in the backgrounds of stories. And, like, there's this girl standing on a corner, and on the corner it says, Dave is a... But Dope. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. I, I, I want to know. That's what he meant the whole time. <laughs> I'm just I want to know which Dave and what is Dave. Dave's six it, seven, it, and it, he's dope. It could, <laughs> it could say Dave is arse. Dave is a sequel boy. Guys, it's probably Dave from Wendy's. <laughs> May he rest in peace. That would be ideal. Well, we got a little moment with um, Bruce saying, saying, talking about how he'll always be alone, and Alfred saying he'll never be alone. So that was like the first real Bruce Alfred moment that we're all accustomed to. Tender, yeah. tender. And then he's like, um, again. And then he's like, we we need to build a better Batman. And right when he says that, I hear the Batman Begins theme come on in my head. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hug though. Yeah. More he gave him that. a hug there, and it's like you really don't see a lot of like uh, a lot of Bruce and Alfred hugs. We mentioned and that in like, um, Batman number fifty, remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a that was a huge hug. You know I was the like, problem? Oh, I wish I was there. You know what the problem is now? Now they're gonna do it all the time. Just the same thing with Batman with a gun. It's like eighty six. Frank Miller draws him with a rifle that shoots up, you know, a launcher across the rooftops. Ever since then, everyone has to give. give Batman Morgan. Correction. Yeah. Uh, correction, that was Dick Grayson. Oh, yeah, not Dick Grayson. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we skipped a lot when it comes to, like, Barbara again being kidnapped by the birthday boy. Yeah. Mm. I like how um, um, how Gordon and Batman decided to go into Arkham, and then... uh. Gordon was ready to fight Batman, and Batman just like decided to go through this fucking wall and find the birthday boy. And a birthday boy is ready to slice Barbara's neck. You know what? Next time Tom King asks what obscure villain we want to see, birthday boy. It's birthday boy. I want to see what Tom King does with birthday boy. That'd right? be really good. Look, look, why not? Look at, look at what he did with Kite Man. You know, took a goofy character. And made him uh, mm. someone you could empathize with, and you know, give him something like that. Yeah, but his, but his birthday yeah. boy considered canon, though. Well, this is else. I don't. Know, this is um, the secret menu, as we call it now, instead of Elseworlds Earth One. But uh, but all the multiverse stuff can be canon. I yeah. mean I don't think there's rules anymore at this point. After though. metal, after metal, the, uh, <laughs> the sword swallows is cracked. Yeah, metal changed all the rules. It did. So I mean birthday boy man get that birthday boy fig 
That's, I mean, that's fucked up, man. Be leaving cakes and shit, you know, for people. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You know how yeah, plus the young girls I would fall for that shit. I would, I would be fucking like three fourths of the way into that cake before he even shows up. Crap me. <laughs> this is this is why like, I love. Yo, Jeff what if he Jones. shows up with your favorite cake? Yeah, I'd ask him to let me finish before he offs me. This I'm like, dude, you gonna kill me? Hold up, man. Let me finish this strawberry shortcake real quick. Dope cake, bro. <laughs> but uh, it's like yeah. this is why I love Jeff Johns, man, because he he takes it to these places like you know, birthday boy and kidnapping these young girls and sweeping prosthetic legs out and just you know, just <laughs> no do, bucks. you know, going places that a lot, I think a lot of writers might be scared to go because it's just you know, but this these are what makes good stories, serious themes, shit like that. So with great yeah. Gary Frank art, man. I mean, you can't go wrong with fucking Jeff Johns, boy. Uh, ratings out of five. Oh, shit. Here we go. Round, round two. We got a lot of fucking sausage in here, so let me just get the list. So <laughs> out, out of five sausages. Out of five. So we gotta, All right. Let's, we'll start with teaser. Teaser. Out of, out of five. Cult of the Bad Uber. Oh, cult of the oh, What say you, sir? Here, here. Uh, I'm going to give this a solid uh, four. Four. Okay. What, what do you take? What do you slice that one uh, Uber off for, boy? I don't know. I, I did. I did love the bat suit. I felt like it was just very basic, but I felt like damn, damn basic bitches. Damn. <laughs> basic damn. Like a basic white friggin' pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. yeah. Santa yeah. Monica looking bro. Yeah. His his uh, his bat suit was a little dry. Oh, shit. Book believe him. They still no, got a better one in Spencer's. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> shit. No, but I mean, overall, like, the story was great, and I felt like um, you could see why Jeff Johns is really navigating. <laughs> you, you, could, <laughs> you could see why, like, Jeff Johns is in charge of giving direction for movies, because... I'm I'm reading this and I'm like, yo, this would I can imagine this on on the big screen, you know? It's like very cinematic. The lighting is very dramatic, so I I enjoyed it. So I, I give it a solid four. Oh shit, uh, Gramps, four. out of five sizzling ass brisket lunches. Oh shit. <laughs> House, what say you, sir, for Earth One? <laughs> sizzling ass brisket. Okay, that's what I'm gonna order next time. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what it does to me. Yeah, boy. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. Four is a good good rating for it because it kind of leaves some more room for the other awesome all-time great stories that are at a five. But you, I like this, this reimagining that Jeff Johns brought. He did some original things in here. And, and we also got Birthday Boy. So yeah, I, I give it a solid four. All right. Yeah, boy. I'm Robin, there. how many Caitlyn uh, Jenners do you give this one? Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's fours around uh, around the board. More here. fours, huh? Uh, four, the, four, four. the only thing that I I'm really not feeling with this story is that I just feel by the time he puts on a suit, I think Bruce should be more competent uh, in combat and stuff like that than than he is. You know, like I think his physical capabilities like you know I, I i like the you know showing that you know he he's not great at it yet you know the falling off the building thing but it makes him look lesser that this other guy had made the jump and then he failed it yeah, you know like uh, Br- bruce is supposed to be a peak 
Bruce past, Jenner. you know, like peak human level. Exactly. Well, you know, the way I think of it, like, everything. you know, you said he's got to build a better Batman. That could include a lighter cape. Maybe the cape was too heavy. It looks like a very homemade suit yeah. that he's in that could restrict yeah, I, his movement, you know? I, I do like the suit. Uh, a lot of people complain about being able to see the eyes. But I, I really don't think that, you know, the, his first day out, he's going to have uh, a, a check <laughs> cowl with lenses and everything. Yeah, and yeah I mean, he, have eye holes in. Yeah, he hadn't met Lucius Fox yet. Yeah. Very right. true. Good one. And uh, Slam Dunk Dave, out of the five meter, how dope is this book? Um, I'm about to go with everyone else. I have to give it four dope. Four dopes, huh? <laughs> Because um, I, I enjoyed the Alfred story. That that was like a really plus side, of like Alfred coming back and being, you know, like yeah. introduced to the family and everyone seeing that. Oh, don't um, tell Grumstead, maybe. <laughs> and then we all see how big of a bat Bruce is as a child. Yeah. And um, and then you see like it's kind of like a year one is almost, but like not really. Well, like he already has a Batman. Yeah. Cat- on and everything and he's not really fully developed like you missed that jump really a dude in a suit made that jump and you didn't makes mm. no sense but uh besides that it's like it's kind of like a year one earth one story and um it's like you want to see the development of bruce in this earth yeah and see where it goes from here yeah this Despite what we already know because like if it, if it was um if i was a first time reader and this is what i read the first, first time um, I'll be like, holy shit, what's next? First time reader, long time listener. Sorry, just like, <laughs> that's what I thought everybody said. It's pretty pretty di- that's a pretty dope analysis, Dave, I have to say. It's quite a the dope professor. Ledges, I didn't get you earlier. Four, um, four out of five Kirkhams, you said? <laughs> that, set- that settles it then. <laughs> I think right I heard four, four Kikis. Well, four fuck. out of five. Four, man. Four's all around. Like, what, what, like, I feel like it was a great setup for volume two. Yes. You know? Yes. I can't I can't say anything bad about the art. I love Gary Frank and uh, Jeff Johns together. I love the emotion that Gary Frank brings to the table. Unlike Teasus, yeah. I actually like the basic Batman suit design. I like the uh, take on the cowl with the seeing the eyes and not having the you know the black around the eyes. Yeah. Um, I like I like the take on Alfred. I like it's pretty Big much butt. yeah. I, I think it's just it's just missing like something. I don't know what it is, but it's missing something to not make it a. a um, I don't know. Four out of five is is where I'm sitting right now. My uh, my my Batman doesn't fight in his PJs. Damn! Sean I gave it a Batman five just for the sweep in the leg. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Batman fights in a pink house coat. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, on it's behalf of man. Grumps, he's not with us. Uh, I will Zero. give this an eight out of five. Yeah, that makes it sound like he's dead. How about you, boy? What, what's your rating? Believe. Uh, four to five because. Um, I, it's hard for me to get used to this Alfred, even though I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. I I I do love my Alfred as traditional Alfred. You don't like even though you don't like, but it's a, but it's an Elseworld boy. No, I know it's Elseworlds. It just it takes it's a little 
tr- uh, tricky transition for me Slow because different. of how. Hey, Bruce. I mean, Alfred's been hey, there Bruce. since like it's almost ready. day one. But it's not <laughs> tricky when Batman became a vampire. You gave that a five. Damn. Oh, oh shit. Well, yeah, that's because Batman and Halloween go together like peanut butter and jelly, boy. But uh, peanut dainty. butter and jelly. People have peanut allergies. <laughs> Uh, you, you go from a, a like a, a a dandy British butler to like Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, He's got a special like, set of skills. What you want to But uh, you can't beat Gary Frank Art. I mean, Jeff Johns, man, the, the, that that man can't really do any wrong, man. He just knows how to do it. Born for this. I think Florida Five's. I think Florida Five's pretty no. good. How man. about pretty dope. how about that though? Like, say 10, 20 years from now, Jason Statham playing Alfred in a movie and beats the shit out of Bruce Wayne. Dude, I'm down. I'm down for an Alfred trilogy film. Let's do it. Yeah, that's Alfred. Yeah, that's an Alfred movie. Yeah, like they could fucking do that now. If pull in Jason Statham and it's uh, Alfred in his you know special forces time. Yeah, Bruce, yeah. I'm about to shove my fake seven inch boot up your ass. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, real quick, Batman Earth One, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, pick it up because it's worth it for the art. For the art alone and for Birthday Boy, because that's probably one of the most disturbing Batman villains in mythology. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude brings you a birthday cake to tell you he's going to yeah. kill you. Yeah, I'm waiting he's going to bring you a birthday cake saying it's your last I'm waiting for a birthday soup boy. Nice. Oh, <laughs> and, and Gordon shot Birthday Boy through his giant trap, and then he just grabbed him by the wrist and crushed his hand. Believe. Monster. Yep. So pick that shit up. Hey, Gotham dwellers. Make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs. (laughs) 